0: Welcome to Her Own Boss, the podcast created by recent graduates to help you find your inner entrepreneur. Her Own Boss is created by Anissa, Ben, Sarah, Megan, Lucy, and me, Nikki. Hey everyone, this is your host Nikki, and today I'm joined again by Joelle Foire. Life coach, blogger, podcaster and final year sociology student at the University of Bath. I am so excited about this mini because we're talking all about productivity and why we feel so much pressure to be productive. We also touch on how to figure out what productivity hacks work best for you. Enjoy! This mini was sponsored by Barclays Eagle Labs. Eagle Labs is on a mission to increase the number of female founders in the UK by providing access to the networks, mentors and co-working spaces needed to help innovators and businesses thrive. Hi, Joelle. Hello, how are you doing? <laughs> yeah, I'm really well, thank you. How are you?
1: I'm good, thanks. I'm excited to be here. So thank you for inviting me onto your podcast.
0: Of course, no, we're so excited to have you. Um, I was just looking at your LinkedIn again before we hit record um, and noticed that you like have a very long list of qualifications. So you're a life coach, tutor, blogger, podcast host, and all of this alongside being a student, which I think is going to be perfect for this episode where we want to talk about um, productivity. And I noticed that when you kind of talk about productivity, whether it's on your YouTube videos or on your blog, you always talk about the importance of taking a step back and kind of reflecting on all the work you have to do. Why is that so important? And what should we kind of be looking for when we take a step back to look at our workload?
1: I think, yeah, it's a really good point because, you know, in order to step forward, you have to kind of step back and evaluate where exactly you are. And that is probably the most important thing, because if you don't know where you are, how do you know where you're going, let alone how you can get there? Right. So mostly it consists of yeah, evaluating where you're at. What do you have right now? What is your deadline? What are your goals? Um, what do you need to do that day? You know, this kind of um System, let's call it. it, can work for anything. Whether it's a long-term project, whether it's just you know your weekly to-do list, um, you sit there and you know take stock of what you've got in front of you, and then you can make a plan um, or you know a loose plan <laughs> because you know we don't know what's going to happen these days. And um, I think this year is showing us that we literally don't have control. So um, it's just a loose plan, right? And it just gives you some sort of guideline and framework rather than like a rigid step-by-step map that you're trying to follow that is mostly realistic but you know at the end of the day is that important Mm -hmm. Um, and you know taking a step back also enables you to look at the bigger picture because we always get stuck in the the small often insignificant details in the long run and so by taking stock of the bigger picture you can really see your why and the general gist and purpose of what you're doing so yeah I think that's probably the most important thing
0: about that. Yeah, I like that. I think that concept of understanding your why and the purpose behind why you're doing what whatever it is you're doing, whether it's uni work or paid work or whatever it is, is so important because that's kind of what motivates you. As you say, it's so easy to get really bogged down in the details of oh, I need to do these 10 things, but if you think about what the big picture is, then that should hopefully become clearer. So I guess once you've taken a step back, how do you then prioritize your work?
1: I use a kind planner- of if people look at my Google up, they probably think I'm a bit like mad, a bit insane, uh, <laughs> but I literally put everything on there, so even like reminders and everything, because ultimately everything takes time. So one thing that I found really helpful when using Google Handler is that like, you actually see in front of you how many hours you have in a day that you are going to allocate for work, you know, before you just kind of go through the day and you'd end up at six o'clock, like where has time gone? Whereas when you can see exactly how much time you have, you are like, okay, I'm going to be more intentional with my time. Um, or that's theoretically <laughs> where I'd like to be um, being really intentional by allocating two hours. I'm going to do this one hour. I'm going to do this. And for me, the way I do this is by theming my day. So I've got uni days for reading lectures, prep work, whatever else it might be. Um, and then I have days for business. So when I, whatever task I need to do so you're switching your mode of work less um, because obviously I'm sure as you know whoever's listening or I'm sure you know Nikki like if you're switching tasks it takes quite a long time for you to actually get into it mm-hmm. and yeah. um, to get into that like you know flow state or whatever yeah I find that the most helpful um, whether it's an hour or two to just set aside to do whatever task it is and having the visual reminder of Google Calendar to show you like you know how much time you're allocating for it. But with the paper planner I just I just quite like the satisfaction of like ticking something off. Yeah. Um and it kind of breaks it down a little more than just having an entire week in Google Hangout which can
0: seem quite overwhelming,
1: especially if you're using it for the first time. So that's why I
0: use both together. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm the same. I love I'm such a like kind of pen and paper person and I just love the satisfaction of like crossing something off. Yeah. Um so do you have any other productivity tips that you can share? I know I think what you described just there is called calendar blocking, but are there any other tips that you have that might work for other people because obviously different people have different working styles. Yeah.
1: So for me, I think one thing that is really distracting for a lot of people is your phone or I always have a million chrome tabs open it's really bad and it always distracts me as well because i'm like oh i could just go and quickly do a task on like this other tab and then i end up going into this spiral of, of things that i don't really need to be doing right now so i try and either make a new window with just one tab there or just close everything else off or i also use this app it's called hold mm-hmm. um it's kind of like forest but you can like rack up points and buy things for, like to charity or whatnot. And I just find it useful to have my phone out of sight, out of mind as well. So like I just put it on my bed behind me where I can't see it. And also, obviously, take off those tabs for like social media, because <laughs> um, they're always pinging in the background. And Also, I think most of all, just not being too hard on yourself or putting pressure on yourself to be productive. And sometimes we have to think about, like, where does our need to be productive come from? You know, mm-hmm. why are we trying to be productive? And like, what does it actually mean? And quite a lot of times, it's just, you know, this idea that we've been told that we just need to work and our, like, worth comes with our productivity, which comes as a negative side effect of this whole, you know, hustle culture. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you may experience experienced this yourself, but sometimes it can really lead to burnout if you're always trying to be productive all the time. So definitely it's important to, you know, know your boundaries, building strong boundaries. That's another... Productivity tip, that doesn't sound like it. But in the long run, you will thank yourself for putting down boundaries. So something for me is I stop work at dinner. So no matter what it is, I will stop work. Sometimes that means that I push dinner a little bit further so I can work a little bit more, but it's never like crazy hours, right? It's like after dinner is a designated time for me to chill out. Designate like an hour or two a day to chill out. You might block off an entire day once a month or something to just do something fun. Um, actually, that sounds really sad. Maybe once a week is better, you know. <laughs> um, especially now that we're, you know, at home all the time, um, you do need to be prioritizing yourself as well because you know you can't pour from an empty cup. So it's really important to, um, yeah, fill yourself up first before yeah. you can do anything else. Especially if you're working with people.
0: Yeah, I really like that um i think what you're saying there about we tend to link our productivity with our worth is so true i think it's a pressure that a lot of young people feel i definitely i mean i feel it now in a full time job but i think i felt it probably even more because you're at uni because you're surrounded by other people who are doing the same thing as you and you feel like oh if i don't revise as much as they do or if i don't spend like that extra hour on the essay then am i as good as them um so i think that whole point around setting boundaries is really helpful. Um, I think for me when I was at uni I'd use the Forest app so I would kind of have I would kind of dedicate half days to different courses if I was revising something and then I'd use Forest Um, and all of my flatmates as well use the same app so we would like compare our forest to each other and we kind of hold ourselves accountable which was really helpful but without being competitive I guess from your perspective do you think that speaking to other people and like holding each other accountable is helpful or is that risk of competition too dangerous
1: I mean it really depends on your own working style like personally I like to work by myself like I don't like too much distraction Mm -hmm. and sometimes people like going to the library and seeing other people working so I think the thing that makes the difference between you know seeing other people working and motivating you to work versus being like oh I feel like I have to work because other people are working right um, it's a very subtle difference but at the same time it's a difference in your self-worth I suppose you know being able to work because you want to work and you feel like you know I mean obviously sometimes we don't 100% love what we're doing right but at the same time it's you know sometimes it becomes toxic so I feel like you need to be careful why are you needing to do this because when you're in the thick of it it's very easy to just lose sight of what you're doing and often why is that you're doing will be compromised first
0: yeah and then I guess another question I have so we started the mini soda out by talking about like taking a step back looking at why you're doing what you're doing why are you so busy figuring out the purpose and then you just mentioned there that you might risk going into kind of burnout territory if you don't Really understand why you're being busy and set your own boundaries. How can you recognize when you're in that burnout phase and get out of it as quickly as possible?
1: It's obviously different for everyone, but one thing that I've noticed a lot for my clients and myself as well, and just peers in general, yeah. is that when you are in that tunnel vision i mean obviously a bit exhaustion and you know being tired is a very obvious sign but sometimes it's you're so in it that you don't see anything else so you know when you're so blindsided by the work that you're doing that you don't take care of your health your yeah, mental health as well. Yeah, that, I think that's a big sign that you might need to slow down. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But yeah,
1: most of the time we don't see it until we're in it. So it's good to practice evaluating where you're at, you know, once in a while, maybe once a week, something to take stock of where you are mentally, physically, emotionally, so that you don't end up in that place. Um, although mm. and sometimes you will, I mean, that's inevitable, but, you know, it's good to step back.
0: Yeah. Definitely. Awesome. That's been super helpful. So I guess to kind of summarize how to maintain your productivity is a lot about taking a step back, figuring out why you're so busy, what I guess you want to be focusing your energy on, where you want to set your boundaries, and then working out what styles work best for you. So some of the ones we covered were a calendar blocking, timing yourself, working around other people to motivate and keep you accountable, but equally it could be just setting time for yourself. Are there any others that I've missed out there?
1: No, I think that's a pretty good um, summary.
0: Awesome, thank you. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to leave us a review and let us know who else you'd like us to interview. You can find out more about us by searching Her Own Boss Podcast on Instagram and LinkedIn.